Okay, so there's Logan O'Hoppy, Max Stassi, Chad Wallach, Matt Theis, Jose Godoy, Anthony Mulrine, Gary Sanchez, John Frisch, who should be the Halo starting catcher in 2023. We're going to talk about the options and we're going to give you our answer. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your very first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And of course, the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. It helps others to find the show. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Happy Friday to you, and thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, we're back to five days a week. In case you didn't know, we're giving you five days a week of Angels baseball coverage, having the conversations you want to hear, and so we're grateful that you decided to join us. Hey, coming up on uh, Monday, Mike, we are going to recap this weekend's action because the Angels are in action on Saturday and Sunday. They take on the uh, Mariners at 1210. They take on the White Sox at 1210. And for today, we want to talk about who should be the starting catcher when the Halos break camp? There's a lot yeah. of options, so we're going to talk through some of those today. Why don't you get us started? All right, so we're going to give you a bit of a biography of the options, and I'm going to start with the one I think that a lot of people, including us, are really excited about, and that is Logan Ohapi. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of Ohopi in Logan Ohapi, right? And so he was acquired last year, of course, in that trade for Brandon Marsh. May he rest in peace. He's still alive, but he's not <laughs> on the Angels anymore. But I really liked Brandon. I know you did too. I know a lot of fans really liked Brandon Marsh. Ohapi spent the, the vast majority of 2022 in double A and he had a pretty good slash line 283 416 544 I love those numbers he had 26 mm-hmm. home runs John at one point it felt like that was what he was doing and only doing that mm-hmm. was just hitting home runs he had a 15.7 walk percentage and a Ooh. 16.6 strikeout rate like and so there are some really good numbers there and then of course at the very end of the season he came up was in the major leagues for the very first time only appeared in five games, but Johnny, was it just me or did it look like Ohapi belonged? I really felt like he belonged in in the major leagues, right? Absolutely. Oh, I love seeing him. He only got into about five games, but it was kind of, you know, an opportunity to get him used to being with a major league club and, and, you know, giving them some data in terms of how he would be defensively, how he would be offensively. You've got to see how these guys are going to perform at the major league level. That's where you get the real data. And from that, they're able to kind of figure out, is he ready for 2023? Baseball America considers Ohapi the top talent in the organization. They placed him 42nd among prospects overall. The Athletic and ESPN each get him toward the back half of top 100 lists. Man, Does it feel good to have somebody in the top 100? And, you know, our good friend Lindsey Crosby recently did a show on Locked On MLB Prospects. We talk about that show all the time, and you got to make that your second listen of the day. He did an examination of who we've got in our system, and Logan O'Hoppy was one of those guys. He said he is a plus defender at the majors. Mm. Pitchers love throwing to him. Those are words that Lindsey has heard from 
other players, which is really? great to hear. Love the, that. The pitch recognition is good. He rarely swings and misses. Mike, Lindsay made this point. Logan Ohapi is only 22 years old, so there is an opportunity for him to get bigger, get bulkier, yeah. and add some power as he gets older. So those 26 home runs, whew, you could imagine that those would translate pretty well to the majors if he's able to add some uh, some muscle there. Baseball America, The Athletic, and ESPN, they credit him for a well-rounded game, solid contributions on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They say he's too advanced for AA. He actually was in AAA with the Phillies, but with us, he went from AA right to the majors. And so yeah. the risk is that they have this big, important job in having a catcher like Logan Ohapi with a club that wants to compete in 2023. So really, to give a young guy like him a chance right out of the gate, they're going to have to figure that out if he's ready to take on that responsibility. Definitely we'll see Max Stassi, of course. But what are the odds of Ohapi joining this team? Well, he, he's got a full slate of minor league options uh, with the years he has left. So if they need to move him up and down, if they need to play him in the minors, that's an option. If they want to try him out in the majors, that's also an option. So Logan Ohapi is somebody we could see break camp. I personally would like to see it, and then we'll talk about who we'd like to see in more detail later on. But given his experience and the five games that he appeared in, Mike, what are your thoughts on Logan Ohapi? I was really impressed with him, John, and I really liked that Lindsay pointed out that that pitchers really like throwing to him. Yeah. The offensive stuff is going to come, and I think with and this... And that's not even the most important part of a catcher's right. game, right? Right. That's anything, these days, anything a catcher can provide you in terms of offense is basically a bonus, right? Yeah. With this lineup... We have a really great offensive lineup, and I think that we are going to look, obviously, to Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and Hunter Renfro and Taylor Ward and all those guys to really carry us. If Ohapi can hit, that's just going to be a bonus. It's the defensive side of things that you really want to make sure that he has down and that pitchers are confident in him. Every time somebody talks about Ohapi, John, you have to go back and read what people said about Benji Molina. Hmm. There's a lot of similarities there. And I think the reason why I'm really excited about Ohapi is we haven't had a homegrown catcher that we've been really excited about that is coming from the minor leagues that's potentially going to be somebody that could be behind the plate for 10 to 15 years Mm -hmm. since Benji Molina. And I know we had, we had great guys like Mathis and we had great guys like, like Napoli, but Mathis was a defensive guy. Couldn't hit Napoli was an offensive guy, really couldn't play defense. Hmm. And and then he was moved over to first base when he got traded. And so I like Ohapi a whole lot. I like his confidence. I liked how he carried himself in just those five games. The first game when he came up, John, what I liked is that even though you you know he was nervous. He didn't come out there swinging at the first pitch, mm-hmm. swinging out of his toes. He didn't look like he was somebody that didn't belong there. He yeah. was somebody that really held his own and was making good contact even if he got out. And so I really like this guy. And I don't know if I would compare him to an, uh, a, a Rutschman from, from the Orioles, but there's something about... Uh, his demeanor that reminds me of Rutschman as he comes out onto the field and how he carries himself. So I'm excited about this, and I think it's it'd be a good move for the Angels to have him around on the Major League roster. Listen, I know I've said it before, call me crazy, but what kind of show would we be if we didn't make crazy calls and crazy takes? Come on. 
he gives me Buster Posey mm. vibes from mm-hmm. Logan O'Happy. That's I'm going to ride that train until the end of time, man. I think that he could be the next Buster Posey. Hey, coming up on Lockdown Angels, who do we think should break camp as the starting catcher? We're going to talk about that coming up. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, who wants that? Then you got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. And what makes these bars so good is they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in really great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And Johnny, there's a brand new flavor for a limited time. It's the circus animal. Remember the pink like circus animal crackers or cookies oh my gosh they have a puff that has that flavor and so you need to go and get yourself a built bar john's john's leaving the show he's doing it right now uh they're they're only 130 calories four grams of sugar a whopping 17 grams of protein and if you want a built bar there's three ways that you can grab one go to their website built.com today that is where you can get a guaranteed brand new limited edition built bar or built puff or you can head to walmart they have in their pharmacy section a four bar box of built bars and if you are near a sam's club you can get a 13 bar box with all of their favorite flavors like brownie batter and churro and you're gonna love these grab a built bar grab a built puff you gotta try these thanks for making lockdown angels your first listen today and as we mentioned previously check out Locked on MLB prospects. You won't regret it. Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He went over all 30 teams, even before pitchers and catchers reported. So get all the information you want on the up and coming stars of tomorrow. His show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, John, here's the second catcher that is on our roster and probably the most familiar to Angel fans, and that is Max Stassi. Mm -hmm. And he is really the known quantity uh, on this roster because he has been around for a couple of years. He's going to be 32 next month. He's played in 10 big league seasons, and he really only started and became a really quality catcher in 2018. And from 2018 to 2021, he looked like one of the more underrated catchers Mm -hmm. over that stretch, John. He had a pretty good slash line, 222, 306, and 382. And so that's that's average output for a catcher, but I think that that's what people are looking for. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the Astros and their catcher, former Angel, right? Like, he's not going to put up huge numbers, but he's going to be great for that pitching staff, and he's going to come through when you need him to come through in the clutch. Now, in in this kind of career that Stassi's put Putting together, there was a season that really caught everybody's attention, including your attention and mine, and that was 2021. He hit 241, 326, and 426, and then he had really solid defensive metrics mm-hmm. that season too. That's the thing that, again, we want to emphasize. That's really, really important. And one of the things that scouts began to notice and he got great reviews for was his pitch framing. Yeah. And you and I talked a lot about how Stassi was in versus when Suzuki was in mm-hmm. and how Stassi's pitch framing, at least in 2021, was really strong and Suzuki seemed to kind of fall off when he would make the catch and yeah. the pitcher wouldn't get the, the, the strike, right? It wouldn't end up being a ball. Well, Stassi was really great at that. And because he was really great and because he had a really great offensive season, the Angels signed him to an extension that covered the 2023 and 24 season. Mm -hmm. And then there's a club option for 2025. And then 
Johnny, he kind of fell off a cliff. Talk about what happened last season. Well, the, the thing is, is like even before 2021, remember 2020, he was like somebody hitting all the home runs. I know it was the mm-hmm. pandemic season, but like when that season started, man, Stassi was the one hitting him over the wall. It was like, wait a second, where'd this guy come from? Right, and then he right. carried that into 2021. And in comparison to Kurt Suzuki, like you said, his pitch framing was phenomenal and Suzuki would catch a strike and move his arm out of the way and it would get called a ball. And that was so frustrating. Last year, it really just kind of went downhill, including the defense, including the catching. But on the offensive side, he only hit a buck 80, 267, 303 slugging with nine home runs. And he had a career high of 375 plate appearances last year and Mm. so he finally gets this opportunity to be at the plate more and just did not deliver his defensive grades they fell down to about league average which is not what you want out of somebody who's only hitting a buck 80 and then his bat to ball skills and hard contact percentage those took a step back Mike the power went away and and look like we said with Logan Ohapi offense is a bonus and with Max Stassi he had some pretty clutch moments in a very sad 2021 season where he would come through with the double or the home run. And that just kind of went out the window last season. And it was really unfortunate to see. And I know that he was out, him and Suzuki were both out at the beginning of 2022. And I think it was COVID related. Uh, I don't think it was a physical, I mean, COVID's physical, but like it wasn't like an injury that needed right. surgery yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I kind of wonder if if he's if he was dealing with that the rest of the season like cuz he mm. was he was gone for like a month and so was Suzuki. Yeah. yeah. And it just never seemed to really come back after that. So maybe some long covid or something like that maybe, probably affected yeah. him. Man. I wonder you know cuz he didn't start off too great though and and so right. I think that maybe covid could have had a had a, a made play it even in this, worse. but it probably made it even worse. I think I look at the 375 plate appearances last year, John, and it, what's remarkable about that is I was like, man, it felt like he didn't actually play that much because we saw a lot of Chad Wallach and then we saw a lot of Kurt Suzuki and we were actually really excited. We, we disliked Kurt Suzuki's play on the field in 2021. And then last year we had a total flip because <laughs> suddenly he looked a whole lot better and was our best catching option for a while. I wonder if, if, those plate appearances were exhausting for him. I, I wonder if, because it was a career high, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I wonder what the disparity might have been to like his his second place mm-hmm. in career appearances, right? So I, I don't know if that played into it, but something was up. Perhaps it was COVID. Something was up. Perhaps it was the team just was really, really struggling. Yeah. It'd be great to see Stassi bounce back this year. I mean, if he just puts up average catcher numbers, mm-hmm. right? that would be a huge benefit to this team. Because as you mentioned, in 2020, when he was hitting home runs, and even in 2021, when he was hitting home runs, it was a surprise. And him actually putting up average numbers would be a pleasant surprise for Angel fans, and I know for this Angel organization. The other thing you have to consider with Max Stassi is the fact that he's a veteran. And he is now the veteran catcher on this team. Kurt Suzuki, of course, retired. And what was great was Logan Ohapi got to spend some time with him and Max Stassi at the end of last season. So that was cool to see. But Stassi has the know-how. It just hasn't translated to the field in the last year. But he is somebody that you could rely on for, you know, good advice, good, good wisdom, right? All of those things. 
And so the fact that he's going to be on this roster all season, he can't be optioned. He's out of options. Right. Right. So he will be on this team in some capacity. And whether he's the starting catcher, obviously he will likely catch Shohei Otani on opening day. If he's the permanent starting catcher or maybe a reserve, that is a question that's still kind of up in the air. Locked on Angels is brought to you by FanDuel. We're at the midway point of the NBA season, and now's the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sports app. It's a really great app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And if you're a new customer, you can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. And then you can bet on everything, the money line, point scores, threes made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. But you got to go to this website fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba all right mike we got to talk about the catcher with thice in his veins matt uh-huh, thice. thice baby and we're going to talk about a few other options but let me talk yeah. to you about matt thice he was a catcher at the university of virginia he's a bat first player when he was selected in the first round of 2016 immediately moved to first base that was a billy epler draft pick by the way uh the scouts questioned whether or not he'd have the receiving skills to stick behind the plate and the angels didn't really give him a chance to work on his defense. They were hoping his bat would be the thing that carried him through the minor leagues. And he is a lefty, and he you know, proved to be a, a fine hitter, but not really anything that stands out as a minor leaguer. Uh, he had quality plate discipline and above average contact, but he never pay- made the kind of power impact you would want from yeah. a first baseman. And so in 2021, the Angels gave him reps again behind the plate at AAA. They're like, you know what? If if we need a catcher, I think Thice can be the backup there. He played 99 games the past two years, and he started 11 MLB games at catcher last season. He owns a 205 average, 299 on base percentage, and a 373 slugging percentage over 278 MLB plate appearances, but he is striking out at a 30.6% rate. Wow. Uh, he only K'd uh, 18.4% in his trips uh, in, in with the Bs last season and had a 13% walk rate. He hit 268, 364, 451 over 77 AAA games last season. John, I, I just had an epiphany, and okay. I want to share this with you. You know, Taylor Ward took a long time to develop, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and 28 years old, and now all of a sudden he's somebody that we're really excited about. And Matt Thice has taken a long time. And I wonder, we've talked about like the coaching and we've talked about the development in the minor leagues. I wonder if that is a piece of it, but I also am, am curious. I think that the major reason why these guys are taking a lot longer is because of how they're being treated in the minor leagues. Hey, hmm. we want you to catch. Now we want you to be first base. Yeah. Now we want you to be in left field. Right. Now we want you to be in right. Oh, you know what? Let's ha- let's have you catch again, right? Yeah. And athletes are going to be athletes, and they're going to figure it out. But I think when we look at Thice and his career in the minor leagues, and even in the major leagues, he really hasn't been somebody who's been able to be in the same position consistently right. from the beginning, even yeah. if he did jump around a little bit. And I think that that has a major impact, probably 
not physically, but mentally, well, right? I think that's like what that, happened that's to gotta really Ward. take a big a big toll. Absolutely. Yeah. With Taylor Ward. Yeah. And you make a great point because it took Taylor Ward so long to kind of figure things out, but that's because he got a solidified job in right field last season. Yeah. yeah. And and they let him roll with that. And they tried him out at catcher, of course. They drafted him as a catcher. They tried him out at third base, first base. They gave him that right field outfield spot. And he really shone through. So I wonder, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I wonder if Thice just needs to know his role and be able to roll with that. Now, Mike, other catchers who were at spring training include Chad Wallach, Jose Godoy, and Anthony Mulrine. Mulrine has never hit in the minors very well. He looks more like a, a depth piece. Wallach and Godoy have some playtime in the big leagues, but they're usually like the third or fourth option, as we saw with Wallach, because Stassi and Suzuki were gone last year at the same time. And then the initial playing time is going to be probably something between Ohapi, Stassi, and Thice. So that comes down to who's going to be the starter at catcher this season. I think, John, you're right. The first opening day with Shohei on the mound, that's going to be Max Stassi. But Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that we're going to see Logan Ohapi more than we're going to see Max Stassi. Mm -hmm. And Lindsey Crosby actually said that Ohapi should break camp as the starter. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I'm just, I'm about 80% there, not because of Ohapi but because of the Angels. Yeah. Because, one, Matt Theis doesn't have any options. So I wonder if they're going to keep him on the roster as the backup catcher hmm. and let Ohapi play in AAA for a bit. I don't know if I'm a fan of that because I think that we should have Logan be up there and sharing at bats with Max Stassi because he's your future. Theis is not. I think he's a depth mm. piece. And mm-hmm. so bring him up if you need him because one of the guys needs a break or because one of the guys is injured. I think that Logan O'Hoppy should break camp as the starter. And when you look at games like six of seven days during the week, I think O'Hoppy should be in there at least four games because of his ability to handle this pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And he's a young guy that you want to see develop. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are your thoughts? I want to see him on this team, Mike. I think Logan O'Hoppy is the way to go. I know there was some talk about maybe Gary Sanchez getting signed, but I don't think that the $6 million left before the first luxury tax threshold would be enough to get Gary yeah. Sanchez for yeah. at least this year. And I, I'm i okay with rolling with Ohapi. I know that the concern there is like, well, you, you're going to have this rookie on a team that wants to contend. I mean, if you look, you look at Adley Rutschman and Baltimore was contending because of the likes of right. Adley Rutschman. Like he they brought gave him a passion chance. and energy and excitement and just a whole lot of fun. I loved exactly. watching that guy play. Exactly. So, I, I And we have enough veterans on this team, and I think we have enough depth on this team to go ahead and roll with an Ohapi at catcher. And he's worked with some of these guys over the games that he got to play last season. And it seems like, based on just my observations of spring training, like he's fitting right in with his team, I think that he would be a great option as a starting catcher. And, you know, it's still... Great that we'll have Stassi on the roster as well, and whatever happens with him happens. But if you have to roll with Logan O'Hoppy, especially if that offense is coming around, and especially if he's going to be a plus defender, as Lindsey Crosby said, I don't think you can go wrong. And I think catcher is a great spot for him to slot into as a young guy, as a young rookie, 
and really earn some credibility this season. Lindsey even said, hey, by 2024, he could be the fantasy sleeper. He could be the guy that you pick wow. in your fantasy baseball team as your catcher, and nobody's going to notice. He's going to go under the radar. So I think we give him a chance. I think it's time. I think that we have tried out rookies or young guys like Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh in the past, but there's something about uh, there, <laughs> there's something about Logan Ohapi that I think is going to break through this season, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day, and now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB Prospect Show. I think that we've plugged that enough yes. as we've talked about Lindsay today because he has just some great knowledge on those stars of tomorrow, and his podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, we've got some baseball tomorrow. What are we uh, recapping on Monday? Yeah, from now on this season, we're going to use Monday as a recap for the weekend, and then we're going to do a fan mail Friday so you yes. can get your questions to us. Monday, we're going to recap baseball, John. Yes, we're going to talk about baseball. everything that happened, and we'll even talk about those players that nobody knows about but actually performed and played in the game. I can't wait to talk about baseball. Bring it on. Let's talk about it on Monday on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to Monday and some baseball this weekend. In the meantime, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Have yourselves a great weekend. Get some spring training games in, and we'll see you back here on Locked on Angels on Monday. <laughs>